so we had one nice cool day and now we're warm? Well, yeah, for today and like the next two days and then it's supposed to start to be not like hot. Um, tomorrow is supposed to be 80 and then Thursday 77 and then Friday is 66. And then it goes back up. Then it kind of drops down to 70, 74, 73, and then it goes back up 76. So, and the lows don't seem to drop below 45 at all. Like, like literally over the next week and a half, the lowest is 49. So as long as that continues to stay looking like that, then it's that's it. It's spring. If you go, the the general rule of thumb is if you go two weeks without dropping below 40 degrees it's you're not gonna it's not gonna freeze and of course you know a lot of people are like oh you can't follow that you could kill so many plants and da 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 but i i don't care <laughs> i'm gonna do my best to get everything out early because i want everything to be as much of a luscious jungle of food as i'm expecting it's going to be mm-hmm. i started uh hoeing out a area around the black gate that we have back there um and i thought about it and i wanted to see what you thought about it is we have all of that wood that's chopped up um into you know those those the chunks mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the outside of the fence yeah the those are made for firewood they're pecan wood why what i was going to ask if i could use them as a border instead of buying things for border so that i don't have to do everything as raised beds or in ground without anything to try to stop the weeds you have to show me what you're talking about. You literally would have to show me. <laughs> okay. So well, then it's a good thing I have a little tested spot. Mm-hmm. So, because if I do, if if that works out, then that means that I can um, basically do that for the entirety of the sunflower bed mm-hmm. that I was talking about and have more areas with sunflowers in it because I was thinking about adding some in the back along the fence that we do have back there um, next to my potting bench. And then um, honestly, just a few along the black gate because there's no reason not to. And, you know, it would create a little bit more cover from the back and neighbors and things until we finish the fence off. And so just, I'm just playing around with ideas and things like that. And so (sighs) just, just a thought because it's it is a lot of wood and you know i don't it does, i just the sticks that we have aren't they're not thick enough to do it with those like we only have a few that i'd be able to do that with and i'd still have to do a lot more breaking down before i'd be able to actually use them and it's just that's a lot more digging through stick piles to get the bigger pieces than i would like because there's so much over there um still <laughs> So, but anyways. Yeah, I have a couple ideas. So, you know, and we don't have to build something as elaborate as planter boxes or anything like that or even those. But you saw like the smaller pickets that we were looking at, the smaller ones that are outside. I was like, that's ridiculous. They were like 54 bucks a panel. Mm-hmm. So would you like something like that? For what? So, I mean, like. Not that high, obviously, but like something smaller and cuter like that. Are you just thinking about what to put down just as 
a stop just just stop weeds i no it it there's an entire no dig thing that's it's not building raised beds mm-hmm. but it's not you don't it's a no till garden and what they do is that they lay down cardboard like i do for the bottom of the planter beds mm-hmm. and then they put mulch and then they put soil on it and then they can they use things like rocks or you know their thicker sticks and things like that as borders as really flowy more round and not sharp edges borders to be able and they can plant they plant so much in it and i every time that i see it i'm like it looks so nice and even just now i realize how much more it's a part of like regular like where we're from landscaping mm-hmm. like that's what they do they don't they don't till up the ground when they plant things everywhere they add soil so that there's a little bit of a mound and it's it looks really nice cuz it creates layering and landscaping but people utilize it for gardening and doing things along you know along the lines of just not super um <sighs> Just, like they don't, they they use it for things that don't need super deep roots. Like they won't put carrots and things like that in a no-till bed like that. They'll right. have a tilled bed or they'll have a raised bed for it. But for things like tomatoes and cucumbers and pumpkins and sunflowers and all these things that don't have super deep roots, that they they do these no-till garden beds. And I every time I see them, I just think they're really pretty. And I think that I could utilize that just for things like flowers, sunflowers, and things like that. So that I don't have to build raised beds to have the sunflowers, but I don't have to deal with putting them in the ground again, and I have that barrier. So I I just wanted to see because like we don't have any rocks laying around, otherwise I would be like, oh hey, I'll just go grab all these river rocks we got just hanging out and you know make a border with them. But we don't don't have big old rocks that I can make a border with, but we have wood. So that's why I was that's why I was asking. Okay, well. Yeah, you'll have to show me. <laughs> this is what it's going to come down to then, so no worries. But, um, yeah, we can do that. Uh, just once you show me, we'll be able to take a look at that and see what we're able to do. I've got, like, a couple ideas and things that I want to do, but I specifically was asking you what you liked on, on the picket side of things because I was thinking about, like, if we're going to do something in such a way that we're going to stop the dogs from jumping around, running over it, too, because... Part of the reason for having the raised planter beds is so the dogs see a barrier. You know, the the issue that I've had with gardens in the past and pets in the past is that if there isn't something that says, hey, don't jump up there or, you know, something that's like that, then animals are stupid and they're just going to run through it, knock over stuff. When we lived in Vacaville, we had to and it upset my mother greatly to the point that I find amusement in it now, remembering how mad she got. She decided not to put a fence up. We did an in-ground garden and just, you know, just had mounds that we just put the amendments over the top of the stuff. It was mostly like rabbit crap and and manure and compost and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the dogs were just like, that's just a part of the yard. And literally inside of two days while we were gone, they dug the whole thing up. And it was like, yeah, I said nothing because I knew if I said anything, she was going to try to get me to fix it and i'm like nope not gonna do that (laughs) so but yeah that's that's why i'm asking so i'm just i'm looking at what do we do to create the barriers even to your raised garden right now i'm thinking about like something that's going to be there along that walkway but it's got to be something that's gonna go and i might have to narrow up my walkway and i'm like oh joy you know so i'm just trying to figure out you know what overall so that's just that's fun stuff that i'm looking at so 
Anyways, good afternoon and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything's Afternoon Dive, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time, by two people who are sitting in a nice warm room right now. So, oh, today is Marketing Lies, as, which comes down for me for economy, government, all the fun stuff that is being used for spin doctoring and all the crap that people have to deal with on a regular basis, and relationship advice, right? Mm-hmm. What do you want to start with? Uh, we... We could start with the relationship advice. I have a few good ones from Reddit here. Sure. So, um, I think I'm going to do probably like two of them. And then, uh, this, this last one is, uh, it's a little, it's a little deep. (laughs) So that was really the last one that I do. Um, so we'll start with an... Am I the a-hole? Because it is fam- familial relationship. Okay. And uh, we'll do, we'll start with me saying the title and then we'll get your initial and we'll see if you still agree by the end of it. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> so right, one of these ones. Okay. Am I the a-hole for calling out my sister for not making, not making her wedding accessibility friendly for family? Yes. <laughs> That's my initial is it, my initial is yes and and I'll say this look your wedding is your wedding have it where you want how you want it and and if people can't get there they can't get there I don't care if somebody wants to get married in Hawaii and let's, I'm just saying this right now my my dad um and his second wife they got married in Hawaii. It wasn't going to get out there, so that's fine. But they want to get married in Hawaii, they get married in Hawaii. And it's like the same thing with as far as handicap. I'm not going to be thinking about all the side crap. Who's got a gluten allergy? Who's got all of this stuff? So, no, I'm going to say, I, I'm, I'm literally going to say, yeah, you're the a-hole because it's not your wedding. Deal with it on your own wedding. You, you can have that. But, okay, go ahead. I'm sure I'm going to be horribly wrong and retract myself later. Go ahead. For context, I, 34 female, am a single mom to my daughter Mia, 8 female. Mia has been disabled since the day she was born and needs wheelchair assistance and constant care whenever she is awake. I absolutely love her to death and it's only been us during the entire journey, so I'm definitely super protective of my little girl. I also have a sister, Cassidy, 28 female, who just called me about the logistics slash plan for her wedding in six months to her fiancé, Max, 27 male. She said the wedding was going to be at a beach near our city and it will be it will completely be held in the sand. Basically a 35 person ceremony right by the water, followed by a bonfire and barbecue also in the sand. She said she just wanted to let me know before she sent the official invite because of Mia. I truly have never been more shocked and disappointed in my sister. You would think she would at least check in with me before she reserved the beach space because Mia obviously can't come. And now she's only telling me because it's set in stone and there's nothing she can change. I tried explaining how hurtful this is to Mia because Mia loves her auntie, but she'll be abs- but she'll be absolutely heartbroken not being able to attend the wedding. It's already so difficult raising a child with disabilities without a partner, but when even family is in- is this inconsiderate and cruel, it's truly the worst feeling. Cassidy immediately started deflecting, saying her and Max checked to make sure the beach had a sand friendly a sand friendly wheelchair for me to rent, one hundred and ten dollars a day. Mm-hmm. The audacity to ask your guests to be paying just to make it to the event, especially when she knows I cannot afford this. Then she said how she will not change the location because her and Max met on this very beach, and it has been their dream ever since to get married here after they also got engaged here. When I suggested she pay for the rental, she kept saying how her and Max already had to cut so much out of their budget and plans because they also can't afford much. 
Like, you're already paying for a whole wedding, but you can't afford a rental for your family to come. I was talking to some moms of children with disabilities, and they all agree that it sounds like Cassidy doesn't even want Mia there and is using all of this as an excuse. I'm thinking about just telling her that we won't be attending her wedding and supporting a person who's inconsiderate of her own family. So, am I the a-hole? Yep. I actually get to stand by my, my normal. Yeah. You know what? It, does, it doesn't matter. You know what? I, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this as unfiltered as as I can while filtering myself in, in just the right places. Number one, I am sick of single moms thinking that they get a combination because you made a poor life choice. Okay, number one, tough. Number two, I don't care. You know what? You're if my kid has special needs and and listen, if my daughters have special needs, allergies, something that's going on for them, you know what? Nobody else is obligated to accommodate for me in any way, shape, or stinking form. I, just no way. It doesn't happen. And, you know, get over yourself. You have made obviously poor life choices that you can't afford a, a, hot, a wheelchair rental. Your sister's not important enough for you to go see her, right? You can't afford a $110 wheelchair. You, and you literally, you obviously inferred that you asked her to change the venue because she had to explain to you why she wouldn't. So no, it, absolutely, you are completely 100% douchewad. I give you the full damn award for it. I don't care that your kid is special needs. It is not society's you know, place to have to accommodate your kid. It is not. It, it sucks. You know what? When I was in a wheelchair for 18 months, 18 months, a year and a half, three ACL and meniscal surgeries, could not walk. I lived in a two-story condo, dragged myself up two flights of stairs to get to my bedroom. So you can imagine there were quite a few days that I slept down in my old chair in the front. But then again, I also had a pretty good upper build at that point by the time I was getting myself there. But you know what? There are places that I went that I couldn't go anymore. I had to stop, um, you know, volunteering at a couple of places because they didn't have wheelchair access and I didn't care. You know, I didn't sit there and go, man, there's no place in Sacramento that I can go fishing as somebody in a wheelchair. I'm going to force the whole city to accommodate me. You know, no, it doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. The world doesn't work that way. Suck it up and get over yourself, you selfish little bitch, because that's what you are. I'm sorry that you made a poor life choice. You're a single mom. It is nobody else's fault. I'm sorry that you can't afford it. It's nobody else's fault. I'm sorry that you're so self-absorbed that you want your sister to change her entire life plans around you because you're so self-absorbed. It isn't your day. When you have your day, if you ever have your day, you can have it wherever the hell you want and make sure you can even tell people wheelchair access only. That's your day. Do what you want. It's a wedding. So, yeah, you're the a-hole. Period. End of story. I'm done. <laughs> I completely agree. The title of this should definitely have been more like, just more along the lines of my, you know, sister won't let my disabled daughter come to her wedding and mm -hmm. pay for the rental because I don't and can't afford, I don't want to, and I can't afford it. Yeah, like it's, it's just it's it's no. not. It has nothing to do with her. No, she literally explained to you everything. There's sentimental value in all of it, and there's every like, and she called you to tell you, like she didn't have to say shit. She could have just, oh hey, by the way, you're invited to the wedding. It's this day, this time. And you could have showed up with your daughter and been mm -hmm. like, uh, how am I gonna do this? And then had be turned around and and leave like it, she literally called you ahead of time to go hey by the way it's on a beach you mm -hmm. can bring her and you know you guys can rent out the she literally already made sure that there was a chair that you could rent 
Like that, she literally was uh, like she went further than she needed to. She could have just said, "Hey, we're having a wedding at the beach. Is it this day, this time? Okay, see you there, or don't. <laughs> up to you." And she didn't do that. She went as far to make sure that there was something there that you mm-hmm. could use for her, and you just you were so ungrateful for that, and think that she's being, and you didn't look yourself. Yeah, did you think that she's being some horrendous sister because she's doing this for herself? what (laughs) it's not about you and your daughter it literally isn't it has nothing to do with whether or not your family she doesn't have to invite you it doesn't even matter if you were family or not she can invite whoever the fuck she feels like inviting and it doesn't mean that she has to make accommodations for those people that she's inviting so yeah Mm -hmm. no i (laughs) it's like back to the same thing about the you know letting letting the sun go and get food at the wedding because he didn't like anything that was there like that's it's not their job and also you can fucking deal with it for a couple hours like literally oh there's gonna like and i really cannot imagine that bringing her in a wheelchair over to a spot to sit there for Mm -hmm. (laughs) however long and then have a bonfire where she will sit there for however long is anything that's going to cause any level of issues that yeah getting her over there may be a bit of a problem but then when she's over there she's over there I'm sorry. I <laughs> so it's just I I yeah no. It 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. My sister won't pay for a $110 <laughs> rental, and so now I'm mad. So, so yeah, and 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 my story to that was I had somebody that came to my literally. It was a girl that I'd actually even taken out on dates and like we had a great time with, but ended up just that she wasn't going to be the one. Right? Came in, came and had the gall to ask me. The week before, hey, Joey, I need to ask you a question. It's really important. Okay. Hey, what time do you think your wedding is going to be over? Because I have a date. And I looked at her and said, who the fuck cares? Don't come. <laughs> right. It's my day. You know, my, my, uh, here's, here's the thing. My, um, oh gosh, darn it. What's it called before? You're my rehearsal. My rehearsal was the day before. Rehearsals are typically the day before your wedding, right? Mm-hmm. My rehearsal, because my wedding was, was February 15th means that my rehearsal was February 14th, Valentine's Day. And so I had people be like, oh, man, you know, that's that's kind of, you know. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm almost 30. I don't care. Every one of your weddings, every one of your things that you needed me for, everything that anybody's ever asked for me, I've done it. 100% hands down. I was a part of that church for a decade at that point. I had served in children's ministry. I had served on the mu- in the music. I had served... Everywhere that I possibly could serve in that church. They needed it with the singles. They needed it with the youth. They needed it with the disabled. They needed it with the special needs. They had, I can't tell you how many meals I cooked for free as part of the church and all the things that I used to do, opening my condo, my, the, literally the clubhouse at my condo, which I was paying for. Nobody else was paying for that and all the other things that I did. So I didn't give a shit what anybody's special was when it came to my wedding. I had one person came up to me and was like, hey, are there going to be any vegan options? I'm like, yeah, we'll have water at the ceremony. I don't care. Okay. I go to people's weddings and it doesn't matter what I do or don't eat. It's their wedding. You go there to celebrate them, not them accommodate you. I mean, just so uh, this kind of crap, just ugh. it's like when people go into businesses and, you know, they go into restaurants. Oh, Go to a seafood restaurant, you know, and somebody asks what the vegan options are. Go to a steakhouse and somebody asks what the vegan options are. It's like, yeah, you know what the vegan option is? Go across the street to McDonald's, order some French fries, bring it back here, sit down, shut up while everybody else enjoys their slab of cow. You know, I just 
everybody's so entitled and OP. The fact that OP doesn't get that they're the a hole for something like like this, like you, your brain. If brains were dynamite, you couldn't blow your damn nose. Like seriously, you 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 couldn't. You somewhere between the actual thought process of this to you posting up on Reddit. How long ago was this thing posted up? It was literally just yesterday. Okay, so that your brain couldn't process that you are an idiot, you are a self entitled dumbass, is just baffling to me. Oh, I wish there was a way we could get this podcast to that post. Ah. Because I just, people like that, you just sit there and go, are, are you kidding me? <sighs> All right. Anyways, let's move on. This is a great, great first one, by the way. And I was lucky enough I got to stand by that. What's the next one? So this next one, because for some reason, uh, Reddit's servers are like either being worked on or overloaded or whatever. So some things aren't loading. So I can't look at the original post okay. for this. So I only have the update of like the more recent thing. But she does give more um, explanation like and uh, references the other post. So it, there's enough context um, that it'll be okay. It's from a throwaway. Um, and it's titled... My, female 30, husband, male 34, might be obsessed with his co-worker, female 24. I went through his stuff and it got much worse. Please help. As I mentioned in my first post, I've decided to go through his stuff to see if there's anything more between them, if it's just him or if they are having an affair. Yesterday, he was out cycling with his group and I've been home alone for a couple of hours. His briefcase, where he also leaves his work phone over the weekend, was left at home. First, I went through the phone. It's an iPhone. I have one too, so I know a couple of features and I've been thinking on how to systematically go through it for the last couple of days. He got the Facebook Messenger app on it in a subfolder. Of course, there was a conversation with her also in the archives section. They're not friends on Facebook. Guess what? It was the complete opposite of his WhatsApp with her. The texts were highly sexual and about uh, where they would have their next quote unquote meeting. There were pictures sent by her all without her face, mostly in bikinis and lingerie. Hmm. They were talking about anyone noticed the stains yesterday, next time she needed to swallow, etc. I was, and still am, in a complete state of shock, feeling numb. I went through it like a robot. Here comes the plot twist. He had more than one account on his messenger. I learned that you can switch them. There were four (sighs) accounts overall in his app. His, two empty ones, and her. I checked the profile behind hers and it became clear. It wasn't her real account. It was him texting with himself. He had created this account with her picture and a modified version of her name. I somehow still was all on automatic. I didn't find anything else in his phone. He doesn't have pictures or other private stuff in his work phone. I hadn't had a chance to go through his private phone again. I then went through his briefcase and his outdated notebook and pocket calendar. And on the last page, I found a handwritten note. It contained date, location, amount, success. He has like 20 entries. First one was 920, milk, one, five shots, safe. Next one was a few days later, 922, sandwich, one shot, question mark. The list goes on until January. I can't classify with all certainty, but I'm sure it has something to do with her. I have a specific suspicion, but I wanted to ask what you think that means. Am I crazy for the thought that comes to my mind? Is there any logical explanation I'm not seeing? I don't want to share this with anyone unless I'm sure. I haven't had much sleep these days, so maybe my brain's not working anymore. This feels like a bad dream to me. I'm devastated. 
So you want to go first? Or you want like because I I want I'm super curious to know what you think that means. Oh, I know what this means. I've seen this crap before. Your husband is absolutely obsessed with this other girl. He is sick. He is mentally unstable. And you need to get the hell away from him as much as possible because that is the kind of person. Does he, did she say anything about kids or anything like that? Well, remember, I can't read the first account. So okay. in, in all of her original explanations mm-hmm. of the entire situation, I can't get away. See. Get away. I, I, I have. Look, I had a, I had a friend. Her name is Cindy Apple, Applegate. And, and she was killed by her husband, okay, because he was obsessing over another woman, and he literally was doing everything from her smells. Like, he got fired from his job where she worked because he was putting a, um, I don't even know what it was. It's a thing that you use to absorb odor, okay, and he's putting it on her chair so he could sniff it, and he'd put it in a box, that he was literally sniffing. So he's sniffing this other girl. So your man is creating an account in a fantasy with a woman that is obviously it isn't requited. Number one. And number two, if it he ugh, that is the kind of person that snaps. Get away. I'm dead serious. He is unstable. He is met, get. If you love him, the first thing you do, get away and then tell him he needs to get help. Tell him you found it. Tell him everything. Tell him that if he doesn't get professional help. You're gone, gone. Make sure you have enough people around you to keep you safe because this is the kind of stuff where people don't want anybody to find out. And that's when he killed her. That's when he absolutely killed her was when he found out. Okay. And if they find out, that's when they're dangerous. And so when you go to confront him or you go, or you don't be around him. Don't be anywhere or have enough people around you that he can't do squat. Call him out. Call him out without, with irrefutable proof. But get away. Please. Oh, for the sake of your own life, and if you have any kids, the life of your kids. Because people like that, that go into that twisted little stuff, where it gets caught, that's when they're liable to snap. Because you're going to interrupt their fantasy. You're going to interrupt their fantasy, which obviously has become something of a reality to them. And to the point where it's twisted up so much that you're not able to sleep properly. Yeah, because you can't feel safe with this person. Because there is something mentally highly unhinged and unstable with that person. We joke around and would call that person a cuck, but that is, he is so much more dangerous than that. Because he has created an account for this woman and is having conversations with her and is sexting himself and fantasizing that it's her. And I hate to tell you, but if you think he's not doing that while he's, you know, taking a tug. You are highly mistaken, which means he's taking it into a sexual realm, which means he is gone. Okay? It is the moment a pedophile strikes, that's it. They don't need to be in society anymore. The moment that somebody mentally gets to a place where they're able to disconnect and and live out the fantasy of what they've written to themselves as reality, enough to be erotic, enough to be arousing, they're done. Get away. You're not a professional. You're not stronger than him. And you're not safe around him. Period. That's me. What do you think? Um, well, I agree with everything you said. I just wanted to add, uh, let the coworker know. Let mm-hmm. the job know. She should not be punished for the things that he's doing. So let her know and let the job know and tell her that she needs to get the fuck away from 100%. him as well. Because 100%. That's why you're here because I forget crap like that. <laughs> well, see, I'm like, if that was my sister, I'm, I'm killing the dude. So I'm going to be the one that tells him anyways and, and exposes everything. But yeah, 100%, you're right. 
so yeah that's that's all that I wanted to add everything else I 100% agree with you and I'm extremely terrified with the you know the shot thing I really want to know because like Mm -hmm. my brain goes back to I I don't know I've watched so many true crime things at this point that I don't remember all of them but there was a guy that was ejaculating and saving it and putting it in people's food Mm -hmm. that he was obsessed with and things like that and that's what scares me about that because then they just you know are around and they know that and you have no idea and it's just that's disgusting. They know that they're inside you in one form or another because your body yeah. digested it and now it's a part of you. Yeah, and it's yeah. gross. So oh, yeah, no, that's that that is what came to my mind and mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what OP was thinking when they were like, "It's the am I crazy for thinking what I am thinking mm-hmm. because I don't know if this is you know what it is that I'm thinking." It's like it doesn't matter. You need to get out of there. It doesn't matter if it's true or if it's not there at this point, it's still creepy enough that you Mm -hmm. need to get away because it's not normal. It's, it's not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so yeah, no, that's, that's my, that's just my little addition there. Um, so are you ready for the, the last one? Last one's long. Okay. Am I? I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. Okay. So, um, also got me on a day folks is the filter is gone right now. So yeah, go for it. So uh, it's also a throwaway from a uh, relationship advice, and it's titled, My husband, 33 male, told me he's no longer attracted to me, 27 female. I'm currently pregnant with twins. I don't know what to do or if there's even anything I can do. This is basically my last resort before considering divorce. We have been together seven years and married for three. This is my first, very planned and very on purpose, pregnancy. I've never been with anyone besides my husband. He was my first kiss and everything else. He, on the other hand, not so much. I have a pretty high sex drive, and so does he. So going two to five times a day if we have time is pretty normal for us. Nice. After I hit around the 12-week mark of my pregnancy, he stopped initiating sex or responding to my sexual advances. It hurt, but he said he was stressed due to things at work, so I stopped making any sexual comments for a few weeks because I didn't want to add any extra pressure to his life. A few weeks passed, and I mentioned that this was the longest we've ever gone without sex, just trying to see where his mind was at, and he said, why does it matter? Are you cheating on me? Which took me for a loop. I don't take mm. cheating accusations lightly and feel like and feel like if you say that, you should be ready to stand on it. It's insulting to my character, demeaning, and honestly downright insulting. I told him those and how it made me felt. That was wrong English, but it's okay. And he just got quiet. I told him I would never cheat. I'm not pathetic enough to do that. If I wasn't happy with him, I would just leave. I have every ability to do so. He got emotional and said he was stressed out about money and some petty debts around $5,000. So after we finished talking, I was thinking of a way to help him be less stressed. So I sent him $7,500 from my savings. I've been working full time for over 10 and something years at this point and started investing a few years ago. So my savings account is very comfortable. I told him I sent it to him and he asked why. And I said the debts and he said, what debts? And I just stared at him like uh, the ones you just cried in my lap about. He says something like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just so off today and goes to sit on the couch. The whole thing felt so weird. So I went out and asked him details about the debts. After 20 minutes of back and forth, he finally admitted he isn't stressed about debt and isn't having any money problems. He just isn't attracted to me anymore. I asked him what about me has changed since the last time he was attracted to me because I'm pretty sensitive about my body my entire life. Mm. However, I have never shared those insecurities with anyone, not even him. It's something I always kept to myself. And but even with my current body, I honestly don't think I look that bad. 
So far, I've literally only gained 25 to 30 pounds and I'm still working out and working full time. So now I'm almost mad because I didn't get fucking pregnant on my own. And last time I checked, I wasn't the one begging for a kid for the past two years. I'm giving him two. And now he's saying I'm ugly because of my belly. Pregnancy hormones and whatnot. I started crying a little, but wiping them away as fast as I could because I was more mad than sad. He said it's not me, it's the pregnancy, and he's concerned about the long-term effects to my body after seeing videos of postpartum bellies and C-section scars. Then told me it wasn't fair that I was upset because he's having a quote-unquote natural male reaction and I'm manipulating his feelings. He's never said anything like this before either. I asked him to explain what a natural male reaction is and he said what makes a guy hard and what makes a guy not hard. I asked him to go stay with a friend for a night or two so I can have some space and he's staying with at his sister's who called me and asked what happened because we never really fight. I don't know what to do, really. I'm exhausted from everything already and on top of this, it's just making me feel everything, it just makes everything feel even worse. I've been crying all day and don't even have anyone to really talk to about this so any advice would be very helpful. And then they didn't edit that I am going to read because it clarified um, he has already sent the money back as it's showing pending in my account already I have looked through his laptop that is synced with his phone our home office his cars because of how we were parked for the three-day weekend he had to take my two-seater instead and our financial statements unless he picked up an additional job to hide an affair it would be hard for him to hide since his check direct deposits into my account and I control the household finances I'm much better with money than he is and both of my parents were accountants so I distribute the money what he gets for fun money is not enough to hide an affair in my opinion but I've already went through everything i would usually not be willing to do this but i'm almost at my third trimester and need answers now not later he has sent flowers and pregnancy craving foods and notes saying that he loves me and he's sorry but that's all they say not i'm sorry for stressing you out which inadvertently stresses out our children not sorry for lying to you for weeks if not months just i love you always i'm sorry please call me his sister kept texting me and then she had the nerve to ask if I cheated on him too. So I told her what happened and she, and what he said. She told me that she chewed him out and had told his parents too. His mom called this morning and said that no matter what, she and her daughter and my sister-in-law are here for me. Um, so that helps, I guess. They know that my parents both have passed away and I'm not very close to the rest of my family. I haven't a bit, I haven't bit the bullet and told any of my friends yet because once I tell them it becomes a little too real and too embarrassing. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Oh, you go first this time. I literally, but this whole thing, just like I, I'm in shock because you literally have you went through all of the corners. Every single question that I would have had, you already looked for and found the answers. He's mm-hmm. not having an affair. It, it's then that's like always the first thing that people wonder about. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, you know, if they're losing that attraction it's normally because there's somebody else and you're just they're they're doing all the comparisons and da 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 but that's not what it is he's not having an affair it doesn't seem like he's doing anything else he doesn't have any control over his life because you have all of that control and he's just lost interest because you're pregnant but that's honestly the entirety of this screams that he's immature and you are far more mature than he is because you went about this so systematically mm-hmm. and your the emotions that you expressed in this are so mature it's not he said this and i'm angry and i oh my gosh and i i just want to divorce him and it, like you didn't go and jump to any conclusions you went okay well, is he having an affair? No, I go through all the things. Is there anything in this? Is there anything in that? I'm not even upset about this. I'm just mad about this because I literally made these decisions and, you know, you begged me for this and I finally caved in and now you're upset about it and that makes me upset because that's not fair to me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's never said anything like that before, that's the only 
inkling of he is talking to someone because anytime that something just comes out of nowhere out of somebody's mouth that you've been with for forever and they've never said anything like that before it's because they got it from someone else or he's watching some kind of videos he's sitting down and you know binged a bunch of andrew tate videos or some shit because what the fuck is normal male (sighs) reaction to like i there is a difference between saying something like that and being like listen i i looked it up it does happen i feel terrible about it you know i i'm just not attracted to your pregnant body and i am you know i'm concerned about these things and uh, which is all valid things but for him to say that you're manipulating him for feeling that way is wrong because it is Mm -hmm. valid for him to have those emotions it is invalid for him to lie to you about it and it's invalid for him to have to lie about it twice before he tells the truth after 20 minutes of basically pestering him until he finally Mm -hmm. told you and there's no amount of like oh well you didn't want to hurt your feelings that makes up for that because that is literally there's nothing that's going to change that you guys were having sex five to seven times a day and suddenly he wanted nothing to do with you not like oh it started to taper off and like he just suddenly stopped that and he thinks that's normal like that's not how that works if he was slowly losing attraction to you because you were getting more and more pregnant because you said you're about to enter your third trimester so you're pretty pregnant Mm -hmm. and so it's not it is not abnormal for him to lose the attraction i think that you guys need to sit down and you need to have a listen you're gonna hear me out and you're not going to sit here and tell me that my emotions are invalid and that I'm manipulating you in any way. I'm telling you this. You can take it and we can stay together and we can work through this or you're not and we're done because that you need mm-hmm. to repeat everything that you said in this post to him. Run through the entirety of the situation from the beginning from your side to him so that he understands the way that he made it. Because it could literally just be that he is just immature. You just married an immature person that you love very dearly. Which happens. Yeah, and you you have no intentions of really, you know, getting any kind of divorce or anything because you do have children. You have twins now and everything. And I understand that your feelings are valid, but I I don't feel like you want to divorce him. I feel Mm -hmm. like you just need to have a legitimate sit down because again, if he can accept that and go, you know what? I didn't even see it from your side. Then it sounds, you know, it can be worked through, but if he can't, (laughs) then he's not going to be the right father for your children. Cause anybody that can't do that, that can't make a logical decision and be responsible about that decision and deal with the consequences of their own decision. Mm -hmm. Then that's not somebody you want raising children (laughs) because they're just going, you're just going to raise children that are never going to be able to take responsibility for their own things. So it sounds like he's just immature and you need to have that sit down with him and go, listen, this is, this is what you did. And you can't tell me that this isn't what you did because this is how it made me feel. And that's what's valid. And you need to accept that. And if you can't, then I can't be with you because mm-hmm. uh, that's yeah what he did that that was a hundred percent rude he should not have lied to you that is there's no world where that's okay right because I can understand him being nervous to say that but and even like saying oh I'm just stressed and leaving it at that because that's still the truth he's mm-hmm. stressed about it because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings and that's what I see from the other side I could be wrong I don't know him but I, I see that in his actions, that he really didn't want to tell you that. And so he was coming up with everything else that would have sounded better because mm-hmm. he didn't want to hurt your feelings so much because that makes sense to me, but it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> so I, that's, that's, just, that's how I feel. I think that there's a serious miscommunication happening between your extreme level of very thought out 
emotions and very systematic thinking and thought processes and his not systematic anything <laughs> so that it it could if you guys had an amazing relationship then you had an amazing relationship mm -hmm. but it, so that's the only thing is that you, you were together for as long as you were you guys were having sex often it's not like you guys like and i don't know the emotional side of all of it outside of that but from what you said it sounds like you guys have a really good relationship and this is just it's just going to be a few more months of just it's really going to be tough but then once it's over it's over and you guys know not to have any more kids after that but if he can't handle it, if he can't be there for your recovery, because that's what you need to talk to him about. The recovery, the being there for the kids, being more responsible and all of that, because that sounds like that's what it needs to be. That That's the conversation that needs to be had. And if he can't do that and he doesn't think he can do that, then he needs to be honest up front about it and not say it halfway into raising your kids and you getting better and doing all these things because he can't do it because you're about mm -hmm. to be home. You're about to have to be home. And if he can't step up and do anything it's not going to work. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what no, I feel. I'm, uh, okay. So, <sighs> I don't necessarily even think it's another woman. I, I would first ask him what single male friends he has, mm -hmm. because that's the first thing, because I, I will tell you this when I got married and understand that. And I say this with the utmost decorum, before I was married, I was a complete and total slut. Okay? I was. In my single life, it was everything. It was just it was just a normal thing for me. And still to this day, you know, sex does not carry the weight to me that that so many other people have for it. And that's fine. You know what? Different people have different things that are different weights. Your man was banging you because he found you physically attractive. The moment you weren't physically meeting his physical attraction definition, he suddenly was done. That's not love. I have really bad news for you. That's not love. You know, Kiki's right. He's immature. It sounds like he's, he is an immature man child. Okay. It's the best way to put it. And I would bet, I would venture that if he's not cheating on you, that he's got one of those little toxic little Toby friends that lives vicariously through him or lived through him telling everybody how he's banging his wife several, oh man, your wife's hot. I know, I bang her like five times a day, ten times a day, da 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 You know, that kind of thing. So, mm, I, I just, the true colors just came through. And now you're pregnant with somebody who's going to have, a, they say whether it was a son or a daughter? No, they just said with? twins. Okay, yeah. Who's going to impart that level of values into your kids. So here's your sign and here's your red flag about what's, to com what's coming one way or the other. So again, therapy. Get him into therapy. Find out what it is. Is there a disconnect? Where's this parental disconnect? Family, is it, is it something in himself? Is it a toxic friend? Is it a girl? Is it, you know, is it not a girl? Because I will tell you this, that I know people who were, you know, closet gay and were like so against being gay that they were having sex with as many women as they could get their hands on because inside they were gay. And when they finally came out, they came out. Heck, we know somebody who was just married <laughs> and came out as gay while being married. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, just... 
it's it's a screwed up situation all around. There's no good news I can give you that, and I'm sorry. That's just that's where it is. So, yay, good times. <laughs> so normally on marketing lines, I talk about businesses and I talk about things that are little tidbits here and there of things that like oh it's organic well organic's not necessarily better for you and in fact a lot of times organic can actually be worse for you because most organic fruits and vegetables have contain things like arsenic they don't have the same you know regulations they have different regulations that regulate what they are but in that people think that organic necessarily means healthy and a lot of times those organic options aren't healthy it's just like when you have foods that they're like oh it's gluten-free but they put like 19 other ingredients into it None of which are better for you than just the flower in the first place type situation. But today I want to talk about something that I've had as a discussion with somebody. And here, here's the bottom line. We're at war. And if you don't realize that we're at war and that you're being lied to, then you are a fool. And, and I'm saying this as, you know, bluntly and as, you know, upfront as I possibly can. We are at a war. Only idiots and I'm saying this, no, I'm just saying this because I'm saying this. Only idiots believe at all that other governments are going to be corrupt and other governments are going to lie and other governments are going to, you know, mistreat their people, but that our government doesn't. Mm -hmm. Now, the argument came because we're talking about the food processing plants, plant fires that happened in 2022 and how weird it was that there hasn't been a single one in 2023. But in that, of course, you know, and Reuters, who I generally get my news from, and I get a lot of information from, and they're generally a good basis to start from, and I like to look at different sources of information, and this is part of the reason that I do this. It's because Reuters fact-checked, literally, that food processing plants fires in 2022 are not part of a conspiracy to trigger U.S. food shortages. Okay? So when you look at the fact that we had dozens of food plants that caught fire, that were disabled, that were knocked out, that didn't have their supplies, you know, and oh, that that's not, a, that's, that, that didn't actually happen. That had nothing to do with this. You know, when people ask, ask the USDA, are there going to be food shortages? And the USDA can tell you right now, there's currently no food shortages in the US at all. Okay. That when we talk about the fact that thousands of cattle in 2022, died and there was mutilations people had mutilations they had um you know sabotage they had poisoned animals they had animals water supplies that were poisoned when we talk about the fact that because of bird flu and the risk of bird flu more than 47 million birds were either died or culled the majority of them having been culled so because of a worry of of flu that never happened we had baby you know, baby food formula, baby formula that was sent down to Mexico, shipped down, you know, but that's not a conspiracy. When we sit there and we talk about all of the stuff that's going on and then for somebody to sit there and fact check and say, oh, and I'll tell you what, bull, bull, just complete bull. It's bogus as, as all hell to say that we don't have a food shortage. Your government is lying to you. Our government is lying to us. My server has personally been attacked and aggressively attacked multiple times in the last month and a half since we started this podcast. And guess what? It's not by a person. It's not by an individual. 
I know. I know how to stop that stuff. I know how I know how IPs and proxies and all my fun, you know, security guards that I have on my servers at work. You know, you can ask Kiki. So if you're in our Wi-Fi, depending on where, where I have our proxies and everything set up, we'll get ads where like we're looking for Russian women in the UK or we'll get ads for, you know, upcoming trips to Nairobi or something like that. And we get them in different languages Mm -hmm. and different lettering and everything else. I know how to guard my stuff as best as I can. My stuff doesn't stay turned on. I turn it off because you can't hack into something when it's off, you know, and it's like and, and I and it's I get that. No, it's not a person doing it. I don't believe that it's a person doing it. I believe that our government has lied and lied to us so many times. It's not even funny. And when we sit there and we look at our government and we, we th- know everything from, look, you, you want to know why I don't trust my government? I, I literally can just say this. Guantanamo Bay and the, and the crimes that we've had there. We've had, you know, Ab- Abu Ghraib. We've had uh, Bohemian Grove, NDAA, Gary Webb, Iran Contra. We had Waco where people were literally lied about and, and killed because they wanted to practice their religion and they didn't like it. We have JFK. We have the Tuskegee uh, experiments. Ruby Ridge, you know, um, NSA spying the Patriot Act that was supposed to only be temporary MK Ultra we had Operation Paperclip Operation Fast and Furious that we had within your lifetime we have all these things of course I don't trust the government because all of these things have been proven true repeatedly proven true we had the former president was accused of all this crap including Russian collusion and all of it was debunked 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 and debunked so no i don't believe my government i don't believe anybody when they tell me that there isn't a government conspiracy to go and and take our food go to the grocery store and find the foods that are stocked on the shelves fully you won't it doesn't happen food prices are going up shortages are happening right now how how the heck can the usda a, a federal government institute state that there's no food shortages when you and i were just paying twenty dollars for a or $22 $22 for a flat of eggs, low grade eggs from Walmart, because there was an egg shortage. We went to the grocery store. There was an egg shortage. We went there when we get milk. And you know what? In the milk aisles, the they're not the shelves aren't stocked. Nothing that we look for is stocked. And for the most part, the basic staples are not stocked. Yeah. And people are sitting here believing the government. If you believe the government, you are the biggest stupid idiot. You should not be allowed to vote, make a decision or anything. If you want to believe the government, join the damn military. Go away. Go die in a war. Seriously. You are toxic. The only thing more toxic, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this and people aren't going to like this, but the only thing more toxic than our government is the people who believe them and stand by them. You are literally an abusive relationship and you're defending your abuser. Oh, well, you know, at least they're not Republicans. Shut up. At least they're not Democrats. Shut up. My gosh. How disgusting are you that that's your thought process? You are literally sitting there saying, yes, my man beats me in the house, but at least he doesn't do it in public. That's what your argument is, because that's what's going on. The parties are united. It isn't the Republicans versus the Democrats. It isn't Coke versus Pepsi. It isn't black versus white. It isn't old versus young. It isn't religion versus non-religion. It isn't Roe v. Wade. Let me ask you something really quick, Kiki. How many transgender people do you actually know right now, physically, personally, do you know? None. Hmm? None. Okay, I know one. Do you think that that one is worth an entire country being divided on? No. 
No, but our government puts it in there. And people say, well, I listen to, I don't listen to Fox News. Okay, what you just said was I listen to CNN News. And I'll tell you what, go into YouTube, go look up CNN News and the Middle East War, and you will see footage of CNN faking uh, coverage of the Middle East War for George Bush. It's it it's it's absolutely disgusting. You, 9/11 people want to talk about 9/11. Look, you can talk about the two towers, you can say that it was terrorist and you can say whatever you want. That's fine. I, that's fine. Go for it. But they explain to me why why building 7 fell. Anybody who does the research on it even even going through that nobody knows why building 7 fell. Nobody. Did you know about building 7? I I yeah. don't know enough about 9-11, I feel like, to speak on that. Okay, well, 9-11 sparked the Patriot Act. And what the Patriot Act did was the Patriot Act allowed government to literally monitor everybody's phones, everybody's internet, everybody's everything transmissions, looking for quote-unquote keywords for acts of possible uh, domestic terrorism. Here's the thing, and I want you guys to understand this and listen to this very carefully because people have covered it and talked about it and everything, and it's just ignored, that the government knows where every terrorist camp is in the U.S., and they're not invading them. They're not. They're not doing squat. They're just watching and just paying attention. You can have whatever beliefs in whatever system you want. You can be an American, say death to America, and you're fine. They're not using it for that. They've weaponized. We have the IRS, which has been weaponized. The IRS is not a financial institution. The IRS is a branch government of military. We have the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, the Coast Guard, and the IRS. Literally. Why else would you arm them? We, we, so for people to sit there and think that, you know, all these other governments are stupid, everybody's looking at us thinking that we're stupid. And if you actually dug into any kind of rabbit hole, you would see it that they're like, my gosh, how do people not see that the American government is manipulating them? We see it for China, right? We see it for Russia. We see it for Ukraine. We see it for all these other countries in Middle East and, 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 you know, Africa. And we see it for South America. And we see it for Venezuela. And we see it for Mexico. We see it for Canada. Our literal neighbors to the north. We see it. But we don't think that our government, literally, that's the arguments I've been having with these, this group of people. Don't believe that our government is out to control us and will use any form of manipulation despite the fact that food is the most basic form of manipulation that you can give somebody. You control the food, you control the people. Absolutely. It's not control the money, it's control the food. Because if you can't buy food, what good is money? You want, you want, you want to see the examples of that? You can look at every communist state that there has ever been. Money is nothing if because you, you can't eat it. So I'm just I'm disgusted with where, where the mentality is on, on people in these things. It's just kind of like, are you serious? This is, this is your brain? This is your brain not on drugs. I just want to make sure I know this, that you actually legitimately, you know, believe our government is the one that's not lying to its people. That you actually think that the Republicans, that the Republican Party's on your side. That the Democrat Party's on your side. You believe that anybody who who's, says we stand up for Ukraine, we're against anti-Semitism, we want, you know, and we care about our vets, meanwhile... Send billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars out overseas to the Ukraine, you know, with that money coming back in slush or not. It doesn't matter. That money is leaving. That's our money. And we have a country that is hurting. You believe that, you know, our federal government, 
that that was is somehow where's FTX? Anybody hearing news about FTX right now? A couple of balloons made made you know billions and billions of dollars in Bitcoin disappear. Because we've been talking about balloons, right? We've been talking about things flying over our airspace. Ooh, this is the scariest threat. No, the scariest threat was billions of dollars going to a political party, coming in through a corrupt thing. Where's this guy? Where's is he in, in trial? Have you seen anything on the news? Heard anything on the news from this idiot? No. Why? Because we're talking about balloons and UFOs, and we're talking about what Russia's doing, and now we've got you know the second earthquake that's hit Turkey. Now it's not as exciting as the first one, so that's barely being covered. Our government is distracting us from everything that they're doing while they are reaching into your pockets, stealing your your money, reaching into your kid's mouth and stealing the food out of it. But I'm the one who gets in trouble and ends up in jail online because I sit and say, no, that's doesn't look like that's adding up and making making factual sense. People, you're being lied to. You're being manipulated in every way, in every shape, in every form. You go to the grocery store, everything there is designed to manipulate you to make you want to buy it. You know, we we have a thing that we do, and, and I know it's there, and I always pay attention to it. We go to the clearance section of every single store that we go to. We always go to the clearance section. We went to Lowe's today. We went to the clearance section, right? Mm-hmm. We went to Kroger's today. We went to, we know where all the clearance sections are. There's three different clearance sections in our Lowe's. One, two, three. Yeah. Three different major clearance sections in our in our Kroger's. And we go to every single one, know where they are. One's down the seasonal aisle. One's back in the back of the meats. And one's over in Delhi. We know where they are. and We go there all the dang time. I know where they are in Brookshire's now. I finally just uh, crawled all the aisles to figure out where they were all were in Brookshire's. We oh, four because it counts the fruit, the bags of red, uh, red bags of fruit that come at 99 cents. We know all this, but I know that there's manipulation that's in that. The brands that are off brands. And so they're like, oh, hey, clearance. So we're selling it, but they're still making profits on it. That's just literally the way it's going to be. And some things are made to be clearance so that they can sell them as quote unquote clearance. And a lot of times there'll be times. Well, not a lot of times, but sometimes you'll look and you'll see that those things you'll be like, I don't remember ever seeing those in the aisle. If you think about the things that we look at when we look in the seasonal section at Kroger's, how many times you look at that and go, I never saw that in an aisle. Um quite a few right because they're made they come in and they go into clearance you know grocery outlet same thing there's brands that are made for grocery outlet in in california it's a big huge thing that those are there just there for that foods that are colored specific ways you know most mac and cheese have a color that craft macaroni and cheese has because it's the number one macaroni and cheese that's out there and so they try to make it look like it or they try to find a reason to separate everything around you is manipulative so how the hell does your brain think that your government isn't trying to manipulate you they're literally getting you to side with other people you see somebody with a trump bumper sticker and you get mad congratulations you are the product of manipulation and you've lost if you see something that says biden and you're mad at the person driving that car you are again the product of manipulation and you have lost okay i we see i we still see beto stickers out here every now and then right mm-hmm. and it's like and it, i think there's one that's like a nisa versa nissan versa or whatever and we're like mm, okay you're special you know why because we, we but we don't hate that person we don't go looking for fights with those people there are people like i'm done with the beto page you know calling out his lies the the election's over I went over to it because I was like, oh, I haven't been there. I need to go and de-like the page and everything else. Holy crud, there's people that are still, everybody else for Beto's this. And I'm like, it's over. Stop it. Don't attack the people. Attack the, the candidate. Don't attack the people who vote for Biden. You know, educate them. Because those, those people really believe that they're right. 
we we have people that that will sit there and say, "Oh, don't eat this. This is poisonous to you." And we're like, "What? Yeah, don't eat this. It's bad for you." How? How is it bad for me? What? How is it bad for me? Well, it just is. It has this or it has that. Every year, every year we have a new diet fad. Every stinking year. Yeah. And every year we have these people that come out, our influencers, gurus. Oh my gosh, let me tell you, right now it's everybody's on the mushroom craze. Cool, good. Mushrooms actually really are good for you. But mushrooms aren't the super god food that people like. You know, they're, I literally saw somebody quote and say, I love drinking this mushroom coffee in the morning instead of my regular coffee and shows a picture of it. And you know what else is in that picture? Hmm. Literally greasy fried, cheesy bacon, eggs, um, a bowl of crappy, like colorful cereal looks like tricks to me. Like not what it's not tricks. Which one's the one that looks like tricks and they're multicolor multicolors, whatever it was. Literally you-, you look at, there's nothing, there's not a piece of fruit anywhere in this breakfast talking about how great, these mushrooms are, you know, you sit there and you go, it's a lifestyle change. It's, it's literally a lifestyle change. I've been losing weight. You can tell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, have I gone like off some weird ass fad? No. no, it's like, okay, you know what? I'm eating later and I'm eating cleaner. There you go. Over. Last night was probably my biggest cheat. Cause I had two pieces of, of bread with butter on them. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, but you're being manipulated. You're being lied to. And if you can't get that through your head, please, please stop listening to us. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Just stop or don't. And just look it up. Try to prove me wrong. Prove me wrong about any of these things. I haven't even gotten into Operation Mockingbird, um, stinking the Gulf of Tonkin, the, the stuff that, the, you know, that got us into the Vietnam War, the Vietnam War, you know, Iran-Contra, all of this stuff. Go dig into it. Look it up. Look, look, if you don't think our government has been manipulating us and is continually manipulating us, manipulating us now, you are better off to sit there and treat the government like a dirty ex who, you know, wants to get in your pants and wants to lie to you and will do whatever they can to lie to you and just say, hey, I'm not going to let this happen anymore. So, yeah, there you go. Marketing and economics. (laughs) But I'm going to just talk about straight manipulation. And with that, thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Dive here on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you, that which does not kill you, they're still working on it. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.